So the November general election actually has four different kinds of elections. So we've got the top two primary, where in June voters chose the top two candidates to advance. That's statewide election, Congress, Assembly, Senate, all of those. Traditionally, they used to be Republican versus Democrat. Now it could be Democrat versus Democrat, Republican versus Republican, or what we have a lot of is Republican versus Democrat. If you're partisan, if you belong to one of those parties, you're probably going to vote your political party. Uh, Board of Equalization is a runoff election that we see, so that's the second kind. We see Orange County um, supervisors races, we see the one uh, superior court judge that went to a runoff, there were five candidates, so it was tough to get 50%. Uh, and then the three races for Orange County Board of Supervisors that are going to determine the majority control of that body. Um, we've got retention judges that I'll give everybody permission to skip that. They are 12 year terms and all the voter does is say yes or no for California Supreme Court and the District Court. I skip it because it, from 1934 until today there's been a single election where any justice lost their job and it was you know, four million dollars of campaigning against these three justices. You can listen to my podcast for more detail on that. And then and then the, the real races that we're seeing lots of attention locally uh, that will dive in deeper for Fullertonians uh, are our municipal elections, the, the city council races, the school board races, community college districts. Those are plurality elections. And so the person, however many candidates there are, the person with the most votes wins, even if a majority of voters voted for other candidates. And then, oh, ballot measures. Yeah. Seven ballot measures uh, for the state. So ideally, you want to do research. You want to know about the candidates. And again, if you don't know, if you, if you have doubts, leave it blank. When in doubt, leave it blank. Skip those races. Um, hopefully, you have some time to do some research. You have trusted groups or individuals that know the people, know the candidates, have done the research, listen to my podcast, you can look at, you know, organizations in the community that have endorsed. One thing that I really, an exercise that I take my students through is, you know, compare endorsements, particularly for nonpartisan races, where you don't get to know if they're a Republican or a Democrat. Right. And that's not foolproof, by the way. You know, the Board of Equalization race is, is really interesting. There's two Democrats. The California Democratic Party endorsed the wrong person. They endorsed Mike Schaefer, who's an incumbent, who is twice disbarred attorney. He's been convicted of slumlore practices, um, you know, allegations of domestic violence against a spouse. Um, kind of just a terrible, awful person, and the California Democratic Party endorsed him when David Dodson, who has a lifetime of experience in the Board of Equalization Department, really knows about tax franchise, about regulations, should have been endorsed. So endorsements aren't perfect, but the exercise I take my students through is let's compare endorsements. When you're looking at nonpartisan races, they get really expensive, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars for jobs that essentially are volunteer. Maybe a couple of hundred dollars a month for a school board, you know, maybe you get health insurance, but really and truly they're not high paying jobs. Mm -hmm. And yet people are spending tens of thousands of dollars. In Anaheim, hundreds of thousands of dollars. And so one question you want to ask is who is paying for that? Right. 
Often there are in independent expenditures where unions or corporations or developers or you know, police association, firefighters, sheriff's unions are paying a lot of money because those people make policy decisions about their career. Totally fair game. Everybody gets a, a voice. However, as a voter, that might not be the best thing for you to have, you know, I, I'm from Brea, we've got kind of this wannabe millionaire oligarch that works behind the scenes and controls our city council by donating campaign contributions and supporting signs everywhere. Well, the average voter may not know that. The Fullerton Observer does a really good job because I, I, I have to say, really and truly, put the show note uh, link in the show notes because um, it's hard work to go through the financial disclosures. In, in the spirit of transparency, each candidate has to file these financial disclosures with all donations. But they're individual and the city clerk don't, doesn't make it easy to look at one place. So you have to open up each file, each file, each file, each file to keep track of who's been donating. And so most voters don't do that. Local media, crucial. Fullerton Observer has done a good job of keeping track of the Fullerton, Fullerton candidates and their financial disclosure to list the top donors. But the average voter may not know even to look for that. Endorsements are really tell a story. For a lot of candidates, they're trying to tell a story with their endorsers. They're trying to say, hey, I'm a Democrat. The, the, the North Orange County Democrats endorsed me. You know, Senator Josh Newman endorsed me. Sharon Quirksilva endorsed me. You know them. You trust them. Vote for me. I'm really secretly a Democrat, even though the state of California doesn't let me put that on the ballot. Yeah. So that shortcut that we often use as voters mm -hmm. is taken away for all local elections, county elections, uh, you know, judges, uh, city councils, school boards. We don't get that. They're all nonpartisan. But in today's polarized world, most candidates have picked a side. Right. And most voters want to vote that. And that makes sense. So it's North Orange County Community College District, so three C's. And most people don't know they have a community college district. It often doesn't appear on the ballot because the races are uncontested. So this is kind of a rare occurrence where we have not one but two of the three races on the ballot, District 6. Uh, and District 1. District 1 down in Cyprus, Barbara Bun Dunsheath is the incumbent. She's running with Blaze Bentz, uh, running as the challenger. And then here, Fullertonians are going to vote for some of them uh, who didn't vote for Evangelina Rosales or Miguel Alvarez two years ago, get the option. Uh, Jeff Brown and Jessica Rattan is challenging. And so Jeff Brown's been on the district for uh, quite some time. And uh, Jessica Rattan is kind of running as a slate, which is interesting for community college district. She and Lisa Wozab and Matt Van Hook seem to be, you know, their signs are together, which sometimes gives you a clue of who's running together and, and coordinating. And there's some, uh, you know, definitely some endorsers that have endorsed all three of them. And, and then some of the same language that we're seeing in their campaign material. So Fullerton City Council, again, did redistricting. Uh, most, if, if, if you're, if your uh, council or your school board or your county or your you know districts have changed by more than 10% in population in the last 10 years, you have to redraw those maps. And so Fullerton City Council did that. And you know some contention um, with that, some complaints about that. Jesus Silva was 
kind of ceremoniously drawn out of the district with the majority on the city council. Again, read the Fullerton Observer for more on that. Uh, The paper did a great job of covering it. So we have these two seats that are up, District 3 and District 5. District 3 is brand new boundaries. It's East Fullerton, and so kind of State College over to the east. It's the only district that runs north-south everybody else runs east-west and district five is kind of redrawn a little bit but fundamentally the same people are in district five that elected Ahmad Zara four years ago he's the incumbent running again and then the two challengers that are running to take his place uh, and so Tony Castro is uh, a, a student uh, was a student at Cyprus and gotten involved with uh, some environmental um, issues with Dr. Matthews there He's an interesting character. I encourage you to watch the candidate forum and read his um, his answers. Oscar Valadez, uh, you know, if you've driven around Fullerton and not seen uh, a yard sign for Oscar Valadez, um, you may not be paying attention. They are everywhere. And a candidate in that we'll talk about with District 3, um, both uh, their major donors are the Bushala um, family. Uh, and so one of the developers in town very involved in donating and supporting uh, candidates. Um, Tony Bushala has donated to um, Arnaldino in District 3, but he has allowed his family members, other Bushalas are on the donor list for Oscar Valadez. Um, and so, you know, one of the questions I would have and didn't particularly get answered in any of the candidate forums when we asked, who are your endorsers and what does this mean? What, what is your debt? when somebody is the major funder for your campaign. And, and that's true of anybody running. I think it's really important that voters know who's involved in funding and supporting the campaigns. So District 3 over on the East, uh, Dr. Shana Charles is a professor of public health at Cal State Fullerton. Um, and, and so she is running and uh, shout out to the fact that Uh, if she does not win, Fullerton uh, City Council will again be five men and not a single woman representing Fullerton. So not that we vote based strictly on identity politics, but I will point out the lack of representation. Looking at her endorsement, she's got a lot of support from the community. She's got um, the support of the the North Orange County Democratic Party. Um, and a team of volunteers that's walking. Uh, the other two candidates that are they're running there also um, have a lot of support. Uh, Ybarra, um, uh, a developer who ran in District 5, I don't actually know the details of where his uh, residence is, if he moved or maybe the maps moved so that instead of running in District 5, he's running in District 3. And then Arnaldino, who was the campaign manager for Fred Jung, endorsed by Fred Jung um, and um, the Orange County Register. So that's kind of the candidates there. So three people running, and again, it's plurality, so it's whoever gets the most votes. So there's some questions about, you know, did somebody recruit somebody else to split votes? I, you never know exactly, um, but that kind of shenanigans is always possible in these plurality elections where you just have to beat the other person and you, you know I, we, we often use the the the, the analogy of you, you know if a tiger is chasing me I don't have to outrun the tiger I just have to outrun you so that is often the political gamesmanship 
involved with these local elections for school board and city council. And, you know, one more thing that I'll say about districts, um, you know, you want to look at the totality of the districts, uh, the, the, the city council. You've got five people on there and you're only voting for one in your district, but you do want to look at who are the other people and, and, and how would this person add? Are they going to, you know, be contrarian? Are they going to challenge some of those things? Are they just going to vote in lockstep? You, you do need to look at the whole school board or the whole city council, even though you as a voter only get to vote for one of them. Sure. So two school boards in Fullerton. Yeah. Um, and Fullerton Joint Union High School, you know, obviously, hopefully all of your uh, listeners and watchers uh, know this, but it's it's it goes beyond just Fullerton. It's also Buena Park High School. It's also, you know, two high schools in La Habra. So the districts are, are sometimes not Fullerton elections, where you've got, you know, a little bit of Fullerton, but mostly La Habra in one of the districts. So the one contested race... Uh, this time because two were not contested and, and so Marilyn Bucci and uh, Chester Jung uh, continue um, without having to be on the ballot for another four-year term. The one that is the incumbent that has been challenged and on the ballot is Lauren Klatsker and so she was elected four years ago. She's the incumbent asking to be re-elected and Matt Van Hook is a fairly new name to Fullerton. He just recently moved after a career in the military um, a, a, a manager at Biola University, um, and and so new to a lot of people, and has uh, you know really campaigned and gotten out into the public and attended the candidate forums to try to get um, known in the district, uh, and so that's the choice for Fullerton voters in District Four, and so look at the map to see if you live in that district, and hopefully you've had people knocking on your doors and yard signs, but that's not particularly the best way to make a decision. Yes, we have an elementary school district. So that's, you know, pre-K, TK to eighth grade. Uh, and, and those are the schools in Fullerton. And so the Fullerton School District also has one and only one on the ballot. Uh, and so um, Janie Myers has retired. So there's no incumbents, an open seat. So two newcomers, um, three newcomers, sorry, uh, for that race, three in that race. So Rudy Garcia, Lisa Wozab, and Ruthie Hanshet are the candidates in that race. And so they, again, have been coming to candidate forums and going to community events and, and trying to get their message out. You know, definitely uh, three very different candidates. Um, again, I encourage you to watch the candidate forums and to read their answers. And so I really do caution voters in Fullerton to do their research and to look at who is endorsing. And, you know, on my podcast, I spent a lot of time trying to convince people that the Orange County Board of Education races were really important in June. And the extremists who have taken that over have endorsed in these local races. And so you see the same names, Orange County Board of Education, Lisa Sparks, Orange County Board of Education, Mary Barkey, who is married to Jeff Barkey, who is the president of the Charter Academy that is funded uh, the curriculum is funded by Hillsdale College, which is trying to build a national network of classical charter academies that really are a pushback and a response to what they see as an attack. We're trying to teach honest history. And they have opted out of the public school system so that their students aren't exposed to that honest history. And by that, for an example, you know, no, no K through 12 school is teaching CRT, critical race theory is a legal theory that has been weaponized 
by those who fear representation in our in, in our education you know just an honest retelling of the mission project in fourth grade that maybe the catholic mission system was not great for the indigenous people who were enslaved by the system who were told that their culture and religion was not allowed that that's what we want just an honest not that we're going to demonize everyone involved we're not going to make people feel bad but an honest telling that is so scary to some folks on the right that they are going to take their ball and leave but first destroy public education from the inside by winning these elections and then approving the classical academy charter schools funded and, and, and receiving the, the curriculum from Hillsdale College, which is a small liberal arts college in Michigan. Betsy DeVos and, and her charter schools were part of that and involved with that. Um, so there's a lot of denial. There's a lot of gaps in the curriculum. Um, and our state curriculum process is excellent. Our you know ethnic studies program, I gotta give a shout out to Sharon Holland, who's the teacher on special assignment, designing the Fullerton Joint Union High School's ethnic studies program. It is brilliant and should be used as a state model for everyone. Sharon Holland has developed with, uh, with an entire team of teachers and, and, and uh, parents input, you know, talking to the community about what is appropriate. Um, and, and so it covers the four major ethnic studies groups of Asian and Black and Indigenous and Latinx populations, but also allows for the students to do their own research. And so whether it's that, that, that a student is part of the, the broader Asian American community, but they didn't cover the Hmong, or they, they didn't go into you know, South Korean enough, they could do their research on that. But, but maybe it's a student who's Scots-Irish, or maybe it's a student who wants to trace the heritage of the Italian immigration. That's great, they have that as well. So it's really student-led discovery and inquiry that often just doesn't have the time in our standard history curriculum just isn't going to get enough and so then when you have a candidate who comes in and says that he matt van hook wants to to fix the ethnic studies curriculum like does he understand how the policies work does he understand how curriculum is teacher driven not board driven and so i just encourage voters to look at that and and again vote your policy if you fundamentally agree with the classical academy if you believe that public education should be threatened and attacked there are candidates on the ballot for you but there's a clear choice here and and, and you know in in listening to lisa wozap's answer she is involved in the community she gave answers that i agreed with but she's endorsed with people that fundamentally disagree with all those things so then as a voter you're kind of confused of what will she actually do on the board? And I don't know the answer to that. And so we have to get those answers before we vote. You know, Ruthie Hansha and Lisa Wozab had a lot of the same similar answers in a candidate forum. But when you look at who's endorsed Ruthie Hansha, it matches, it's, it's consistent. And when you look at being endorsed by Lisa Sparks, when you look at being endorsed by the Barkey family, when you look at some of those endorsements and, and one that they um, both Matt um, Van Hook and Lisa Wozab sought out is Kevin Kiley, who's endorsed by Trump for Congress, uh, you know, has been in the California legislature. Um, he has a Champions of Choice endorsement where anybody running for school board 
wanting to indicate that they are Republican, wanting to indicate that they are in line with these ideas, can apply for endorsements. And both Lisa Wozab and Matt Van Hook applied. And so we can put that link on so your listeners can see for themselves, you know, the long list and share with the rest of their family. If they support that, great, share that information. And if you object to that, if you want people who support public education and aren't endorsed by a a Trump endorsed candidate, then you can share that as well. And you shouldn't vote for somebody because you like them. You shouldn't vote for somebody because you want to have a drink with them. Um, Go have a drink with them. But vote for the policies you want to see on those boards. And Fullerton has some clear choices. And unfortunately, I worry that voters, low information voters who are busy and bombarded with information, vote because they like somebody, vote because they saw a yard sign, vote because somebody knocked on their door and didn't answer specific questions, um, or just vote because they got the most mailers and never asked who's paying for those and what do they expect for their money. Um, and you know, for everybody in uh, Congressional District 45, you probably, you know, your mailman might get a hernia from the political ads that they're carrying to your house every day. Um, be careful with those bailers. They're incredibly expensive. Somebody wants something, um, even if they're trying to inform you, there's a lot of information on there that needs to be actually looked at rather than just thrown away. Um, so that's what's going on in, in Fullerton. Fullerton City Council, two school board races, plus the community college district, the whole host of uh, partisan races, um, runoff races, those state ballot initiatives that everybody needs to research. Uh, So you have my permission to skip the retention judges. Save your ink, leave it blank, and my meager protest vote uh, against having to make those decisions.